We learned a couple of Mishnahs ago that if somebody has a field planted with one type of green vegetable and he wants to plant a row of another green vegetable, another green plant in that field. So there was an argument there, but for now we'll assume that if you leave six tefachim in between the row and the field, it's okay. And then you can plant that row there. Now our mission talks about Duluin. Gourds, and as we have seen already a few times, gourds grow very extensively and they entangle with other produce, and therefore often they need to be distanced more than other produce would need to be. That's point number one. Point number two is that in general, when leaving distances between a field, a large group of a particular produce, so the distance which needs to be left in between there and another produce is going to be larger than the distance between one seed and another seed, because it's much more significant and noticeable. So the case of our Mishnah is If somebody's field was planted with onions, and for the sake of simplicity, we're going to imagine a field which is very long but narrow. So it's one long field. He wants to plant in that field rows of gourds. So they will eventually be set out as onions, and then gourds, and then onions, then gourds, across the length of the field. Now firstly, because the Luim have more strict laws because of how they grow, So the distance left between them and the onions needs to be greater than what it normally does. So it's going to be more than six tefachim. And as well as that, one can only plant gourd in an onion field if it's not considered a gourd field. Because if it's considered a gourd field, then that's already like two things counting against it. Number one, that it's a field, so it needs a much larger distance left in between it and another produce. And also the fact that it's diluim. It's a species which grows a lot and gets entangled. So because of this, the way to make sure that it's not considered a gourd field is that there can't be too much gourd which is next to itself, within one area. So let's see, according to Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says, and just before we see what he says, when you refer to a row in this Mishnah, we're referring to four amas. Four amas of the length of the field. And it will be helpful if you look at the diagram while we're adding this Mishnah. Says he should uproot two rows of onions. So if one row is four amas, then he is now uprooting eight amas of onions. So there's eight amas of empty space, and in that eight amas, in the middle of that eight amas, he should plant one row of gourds. So the middle four amas out of the eight amas are now, plant- are now planted with gourd, and on either side of the gourd, between the gourd and the onion, is two amas. And then he leaves onion standing in the area of the next two rows, so the next eight amas are planted with onions, as they have been until now, and then you go on to the next eight amas, you uproot two rows, you uproot eight amas of onions, and again you plant the middle row, the middle four amas, with gourd. So as well as the fact that the distance between the gourd and the onion is two amas, which is actually pretty much double the six tefachim, which in general needs to be left in between them. But as well as that, according to Shmuel, it's important that there isn't too much gourd within one space. So if you do the calculations and you look at the diagram, you'll see that each patch of gourd is separated by 12 amas. Think about it. There's now four amas, let's say, of gourd, and then there's a two amas gap, plus eight amas planted of onions. That makes ten altogether, plus a two amas gap, and then you get to the gourd. So the one patch of gourd is at least 12 amas away from the other patch of gourd. So therefore it's not considered a gourd field, it's just considered like gourd seeds which are planted in the onion field. So as long as the requisite distance and gaps are left, it will be permitted to plant it like this.
Now, Rabbi Akiva is more lenient. And according to Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva says, You should uproot two rows, meaning you should uproot eight amas of the onion field. And then, instead of just planting the middle four amas with gourd, you should You could plant the entire eight amas with gourd. And you should leave the next eight amas, the next two rows, with standing onions as they have been until now. And then you go into the next eight amas, you uproot two rows. You uproot eight amas of onions, and you literally replace them, plant the two rows, those eight amas, with gourd. So the gourd is actually right next to the onions. What's separating them? So the answer is the same thing that separates any row which is planted in a different field, and that's what we saw a couple of Mishnahis ago, where there needs to be a furrow of six tefachim between the row and the field. But if you recall, according to Akiva, that furrow does not need to go through the entire field. You could just have that at the beginning. That's enough of a recognizable separation between the onions and the gourds. Now, as well as Rabbi Akiva requiring a smaller separation between the gourds and the onions, he also requires a smaller separation between one patch of gourd and the other patch, the next patch along. Because according to this arrangement, one patch of gourd is separated only by the eight amas of the onions in between them. So whereas, according to Rabbi Ishmael, in order for it not to be considered a gourd field, there had to be 12 amas separating each patch of gourd, According to Rabbi Akiva, eight amas is enough, and it is still not considered a field of gourds, and therefore this arrangement is still allowed. Vachachom Omrim Vachachom say, and they basically agree with Rabbi Yishmael on one point, and Rabbi Akiva on the other point. They agree with Rabbi Yishmael that there needs to be at least 12 amas in between each patch of gourd, so that it's not considered a gourd field. However, they agree with Rabbi Akiva that only the furrow is necessary as the separation, and you do not need two amas of separation. So, if there isn't between each row, each patch of gourd, and the next patch, 12 amas, then you cannot keep and maintain the seeds of onions which are in between them, because the onions will be kilayim with the gourds. And as we explained, according to the Chachomim, and you can see this in the third diagram for this Mishnah, they would allow you to have four amas of gourds, and then a separation of 12 amas, but all those 12 amas can be planted with onions, and then you plant gourd right next to that, as long as it's separated by the furrow, which would be six to fucking wide, at least at the beginning of the field. Mission Zion, final mission of the Perak, and we're continuing to discuss about a delas, a gourd, and you'll recall that at the end of the second Perak, we discussed the distances which need to be left when planting one seed next to a group of another species. Now, delas is considered a yorok, a green plant, a green vegetable, and therefore delas by yorok. If somebody wants to plant one seed of gourd in a field of another vegetable, another green plant, then kayorok, it has the halochus of a yorok, and therefore the distance which needs to be left is six tefachim. Uvisvur, and if you want to plant one gourd seed in a grain field, so we saw there, the halacha is that if you want to plant one seed of a green plant in a grain field, then you need to leave base yorva, the area of a base yorva, where you can plant a quarter of a cup of seeds, and the point of the last two lines is to show that the last is considered a yorok. So that is when planting one individual seed of a gourd. But as we have seen a couple of times already, what if let's say he wants to plant an entire row of gourd in the field? So then the row is much more distinct, much more recognizable, much more neat, and therefore a smaller separation, a smaller distance is necessary, at least according to the first opinion of our Mishnah, because since it's more distinct, it looks less like it's mixed up with the rest of the produce, the other species, and because of that, 
if his field was planted with grain, and he requests, he wants to plant in there a row of gourds. So here, since he's planting an entire row, it's much more distinctive, and he should give for it, for its work, meaning that the area around a row of gourds, which is needed in order to work the gourds, to treat the ground around it, that area is six tefachim, which is less than a base row there. Six by six tefachim would be less than that. And again, the reason why a smaller distance is necessary is because the row is more distinct than just an individual seed. But still, the Hegdila, if it did grow and went into that distance, so the gap is now not fully a gap, it's filled up with a bit of the gourd, then Yaakam Ufanejo, you should uproot it from in front of it, meaning you should cut it back, and make sure that the gap is totally a gap and not filled with any of the gourd's branches. Now this is all according to the Tanakama. However, Rabbi Yaisi says, You give for the sake of working this row of gourds, meaning the distance which you need to leave in between the gourd and the rest of the field is arba amais four amas, which is a much larger distance than just six tefachim. So the Chachom asked Rabbi Yaisi, they said to Rabbi should this be more strict than a vine? In general, the kilayim, which applies to a vineyard, and if a species is mixed with a vine, the halachas are more strict. First and foremost, it's forbidden to benefit from kilayim of a vineyard, whereas you could benefit from kilayim of other species. And we'll see later on in the Masechta the different stringencies involved in a vineyard's kilayim. And actually, the Mishnah later on says that the distance which needs to be left after a row of a vine is just six tefachim. So if that distance is six tefachim, then the kilayim of a gourd, which you could benefit from, and is generally more lenient than kilayim of a vineyard, the distance should definitely be no more than six tefachim. However, Amalahen, he said back to them, that's not true, because we've already found that this is more strict than a, than a vine. Because when it comes to an individual vine which has planted one seed, no the distance which needs to be left is six tefachim. But like we saw in the beginning of the Mishnah over the last when it comes to a gourd which is an individual gourd seed, a distance of a base reva is necessary, which is more than six tefachim. And what Rabbi Yossi is trying to say is that it's all very nice that the prohibition of kilaim of a vineyard is a stronger prohibition. However, in terms of the kilaim halachas, we need to look at the reality. Not how strong the prohibition is, but how much these things grow, how much they entangle, how much it looks like kilayim. And so in that regard, we should certainly be more strict when it comes to a gourd. Now the peric ends off with two, or really one, but with two versions of a very strict halacha. And that is, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir says, Meshum Rabbi Ishmael, in the name of Rabbi Ishmael, Kol Shloshu Dulum Levei Sa'ah. Anytime where there are three gourd seeds planted in a base Sa'ah, then Leovizel Hashem, you cannot plant anything else in that area meaning that the distance which one needs to leave from an individual gourd seed is a third of a base sa'ah. That's equivalent to eight times one base reva. So that's a huge amount, but it doesn't stop there because there's a slightly different version. Rabbi Yosef ben Achaytef Efrosi Omar. Rabbi Yosef ben Achaytef Efrosi says, Mishum Rabbi Shmuel. In the name of Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel changed his opinion at some point. So these two different Tanoim heard different things from him. And according to this version, Kol any time where there are three gourds within the area of a base kur, which is 30 times a base sa'ah, you cannot bring any other seed into that area. Meaning that the distance you have to leave after a row, sorry, after an individual gourd seed, is a third of a base kur. That's 10 times a base sa'ah. So that's a huge stringency which applies to a delas because of the way it grows and gets entangled with other species.
The next four prokim until the end of Perik Zion discuss a particular type of kilaim of the field, and that is kilea kerem. Kilaim which are planted in a vineyard or next to vines, and in general the distance which has to be left between an individual vine or a few individual vines and another species is six to fachim. However, if there are lots of vines there such that it is a vineyard, then you can only plant another species there if you distance it at least by four amas. Now the main focus of our Mishnah now is planting in between two vineyards. If you plant in between two vineyards, then it looks like it's literally mixed with the vineyard. So we need to be much more careful when doing so, and therefore only if there's enough space which isn't planted in the middle of that vineyard, such that the new species which you plant is going to be considered a field in and of itself, only then would you be able to do it. So the Mishnah says, Karachas akerem, an empty part of a vineyard, and as the Mishnah will tell us later on in this Mishnah, this is referring to a case where the middle vines of a vineyard have either been uprooted or they've dried up, and now there are only vines surrounding an empty area in the middle. There don't have to be vines on all directions. The same would apply if there was vines which were only left on two opposite sides. But be it as it may be, there needs to be 24 amas in between the remaining vines for you to be able to plant in that area. And the reason for this shamai is as follows. The first distance which we need to take into account is the normal four amas which you need to leave, which you need to leave empty and not plant between the vineyard and the other species. So that's four amas on either side, so now we come to eight amas altogether. So eight amas between the two vineyards cannot be planted. But once you leave four amas on either side, you should be able to plant in the middle. However, as we said before, when you're planting in between two different vineyards, you can only do so if this is considered a distinct and significant field in and of itself. Now, according to a shamai, an area of eight by eight amas is considered a significant field. However, we need to add two significant fields, because since this area which he's planting is in between two different vineyards, each vineyard requires, or each side of the vineyard requires, that the other species is a significant field. Which means that you need an area of two significant fields, so two times eight amas, which is 16 amas altogether, and that's the area in which you can plant. So to summarize, you've got a vineyard, you've got a few vines, let's say, on one side of this area, and other vines on the other side. First you leave four amas unplanted, and that's on either of the edges, and then if you've got 16 amas in the middle, then you can plant that whole area, which is now considered two significant fields, such that those two significant fields can be planted even in between two vineyards. However, they still, they still say you only need 16 amas in between the two vineyards, or the two sides of the vineyards, in order to plant there, because according to Beis Hillel, a significant field is only 4 by 4 amas, which means that two significant fields is going to be 8 amas long. So you leave 4 amas on either side unplanted, and then plant 8 amas, so altogether that makes 16 amas, 8 of which are planted. So as we explained, the reason for these distances is because you need the area of two significant fields other than the four amas left on either side. It follows, therefore, that with regards to Mechol HaKerem, which literally means a circle around a vineyard, referring to a wall which is built around a vineyard, but the truth is it would apply even if there's a wall or a fence which is near to a vineyard on one side, let's say doesn't actually have to surround it. The point is that if you want to plant something in between that fence and the vineyard, you want to plant another species. Because there's a vineyard only on one side, you're only going to need the area of one significant field. So with Shammai, maybe Shammai says, you can only plant another species there if there's an area of 16 amas between the fence and the vineyard. Why 16 amas? So you need four amas 
distance which will be left unplanted and that's the four almas which are right next to the vineyard as well as that whenever you had a fence you wouldn't really plant right next to the fence one of the reasons being that when you want people to walk next to the fence because if people walk a lot on the ground right next to a wall or a fence so that fence becomes much firmer in the ground so it'll be quite rare to plant right next to a fence and therefore four almas need to be left away from the fence and then a field, a distinct field, so that it's clear that you're not planting as part of the vineyard. And according to Shammai, a significant field is considered eight amos. So you've got four on either side, plus eight in the middle, which makes 16 amos altogether. And again, the reason why you need this distance is because otherwise it looks like you're planting species as part of the vineyard. So you've got to show that you're planting it as a separate field in and of itself. On the other hand, you only need 12 amas because according to Beis Hillel, a significant field is 4 amas, not 8 amas. So according to Beis Hillel, it comes out that there's 4 amas, which is the distance which needs to be left from a vineyard. Then 4 amas of this new species, which is considered a significant field, and that is planted. And then another 4 amas, which isn't planted, and that's the area which is generally anyway not planted, the 4 amas next to the fence. So we've explained what Karach HaSakerem and Mechol HaKerem refer to, but now the Mishnah itself will see that inside. What is considered Karach HaSakerem? Kerem It's a vineyard which has been destroyed, or the vines in the middle are no longer there. They've been removed. If there's not an area of 16 Amas in between the vines on either side of the field, and that's following this Hillel's opinion, then he cannot bring any seeds into there. He can't plant anything there because it won't be considered a significant field, which means it will be just considered as part of the main field there, the vineyard, and therefore it would be Kelayim. However, if there was 16 Amos there, then give each of the vineyards the area of its Aveda. The Aveda is, refers to the distance which needs to be left because of the area which is, which is worked for that vineyard. So when they would plough, they would use an area of four Amos next to the vineyard. So that's why this area, this distance which needs to be left from the vineyard itself, is known as the Aveda, which literally means work, because that's the area of the land which was worked for the sake of the vineyard. So once you've left the Aveda on either side of the vineyards, then you can actually plant the rest of it, the remaining eight Amas in this case, with a different species. Mishnah base, what is considered Mechol HaKerem? Ben Kerem Lagoda, that's the area in between a vineyard and a fence. If there are not 12 Amas there, according to Beis Hillel, it would be 16 according to Shammai, then you cannot bring any other seed there, meaning you cannot plant another species there, because it would just be considered secondary to the actual vineyard, and as such it would be considered Kelayim. But if there was there 12 Amas in between the fence and the vineyard, then you should give it Savoida, you should designate 4 Amas next to the vineyard, which will be left unplanted, and you can plant the rest of the area, and in fact you can even plant the area right next to the fence. There just has to be that distance there, because usually it's not planted. But once you've got the distance, then you can actually plant right next to the fence, as long as there's four amos left away from the vineyard.